This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash boathouse studios. That's boathouse studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S studios, house spelt the German way. Though it was unusual to spend 28 minutes reporting on a doll, this reporter found it impossible to stop talking. It's just really fascinating news, folks. Good night! Oh, and the president was arrested for murder. More on that tomorrow night. Or you can turn to another channel. Oh, do not turn to another channel. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. And we're back. It's been a little while. It's been a little, little while. Yeah. It's been a little while. <laughs> Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, or as my mother calls it, really, you're still doing that, and now you have a Patreon account, and you want people to pay for it? What is wrong with you? My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And um, we're having a good time today. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're having a real good time. <laughs> I'm having a great time. Do you have some issues you want to work out? None. Okay. None. My mother's a saint. <laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, we are back, of course, and uh, that quote was, of course, from the episode Lisa versus Malibu Stacy, the fourteenth episode in season five. Yes, which we will be discussing today. Uh, but before we get into that, mm-hmm. how have you been, Greg? Uh, you know, really, 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 really busy. Yeah, yeah, I'm doing... I noticed. <laughs> really? Well. We've been trying to do this That's for a while. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. Uh, it's been a while. It's two. Mm, it's been a while. And two in less than a minute. Great. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, I no, it's just been like a. It's been a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, quite literally, almost no downtime. Um, I I barely see Ali anymore. Um, but uh, except for now, because she's right here. That's why I'm here. This is our Valentine's Day plans. Oh, yeah. that's weird that I'm here. <laughs> it's not. Is it? Really? Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be weirder later when we turn off the fireplace. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know, Alan. <laughs> turn what off the fireplace? Does it mean? Well, because it's, it's on cause right we'll now. Because it's, it's cold down here. Yeah, that's true. But we're going to turn it off when it gets too hot. Oh, I get it. <laughs> Should I leave? <laughs> No, oh. Ellen, we're... Oh, I see. No, stay. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have trapped me. <laughs> Everything's content, Alan. <laughs> it's all content. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, uh, yeah, so a uh, couple things, a couple uh, bookkeeping things uh, before we start talking about the episode. Oh, should, um, should you plug your thing? We should do that right off the top. That's sure. How, that's how you've been. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, so uh, you mean my trivia thing? Yeah, the trivia okay. thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I, I could <laughs> I have several things. I bet there's crossover. I bet this I, will actually help. Yeah, I mean, who knows, right? The TBN um, bump might actually be a real thing for this. There you go. Uh, so uh, I am going to be co-hosting with our friend James a uh, event here in Calgary. Uh, it's called Kevin Bacon's Six Degrees of Movie Trivia at uh, Dickens Pub, and that'll be on February 22nd at 7 p.m. That's a Wednesday night. Uh, so yeah, it's which just, one of you plays Kevin Bacon? Uh, neither of us. He is uh, he is our our unofficial mascot. Oh, okay. Cool. So, 
Awesome. The idea is, you know, if you're familiar with the six degrees of separation. I'm not uh, familiar with that. You're not familiar with that. The idea is that, uh, I think that you're lying, but I, I will still tell you. <laughs> uh, the idea is that Kevin Bacon can be linked to any other performer, actor, uh, in uh, six degrees or less. Uh, you know, in other words, oh, Kevin Bacon was in... Um, uh, wild Things with Denise Richards. Denise Richards was in a uh, scary movie with uh, Marlon Wayans <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. So basically you link them that way, right? Marlon Wayans was in Requiem for a Dream with Keith David. Nailed there it. There you go. So that's how you link Kevin Bacon to Keith David. <laughs> so that's the idea is that you can uh, theoretically link him to any actor in at least six degrees by going uh, from one performer to the next. So we're using that kind of concept to uh, fuel our trivia rounds where each trivia question will lead into the next question in some way. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's clever. Yeah, so essentially it's just movie trivia, but we just, you know, we wanted a little, uh, we needed a hook. Right? Yeah, like spice it up a bit. That's right. So it'll be at Dickens Pub. Um, come with a team of up to eight people and uh, test your movie trivia knowledge. There will be a clip round. Uh, there's a bonus picture round. Uh, where you have to do things like name what movie this scene is from and things like that. Uh, and uh, the winner will receive uh, a bunch of prizes. Uh, there will also be mini games where you can uh, win prizes. We are sponsored by The Fifth Reel, uh, the Calgary Society of Independent Filmmakers, the Calgary International Film Festival, The Locked Room, uh, and... Uh, Wonder how you got that one. You'll never know. Uh, <laughs> Tell us Spark. Um, and we're in talks with some other people still. So, uh, yeah, so there's going to be lots of prizes and fun stuff. And hey, will any of those fun. people sponsor our podcast? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of winning and prizes, I hear you guys have had some pretty amazing fan art submissions. Yep. Have we ever. Have we ever. <laughs> have we ever. Uh, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, we didn't even ask her to bring that up. No. Yeah. <laughs> Because she submitted a she submitted a uh, fan art and it's great and it's very good. Um, Is it up anywhere? No, we haven't posted any of them yet because we're going to wait. But speaking of that, uh, I am going to say that we are going to set a deadline now. Oh, fantastic! Uh, So the deadline will be February twenty eighth, so the end of the month. Okay. We have until then to get your submissions in. We'll post this online as well uh, to remind people, but. What, can you remind people what the prizes are? Oh, sure. So, uh, and for those that maybe aren't aware of the contest, uh, submit your fan art for Two Bad Neighbors. Uh, so Greg and I, in any uh, way you deem fit, um, or any other kind of uh, Two Bad Neighbors um, fan art in any way. It uh, doesn't necessarily need to be our two dumb faces. But uh, it's highly encouraged. And uh, the winner, the one that we choose as our favorite, will get uh, one of two things. Either a $25 Amazon dot com gift card or what's inside this box it's a it's a literal box he is shaking in front of the microphone there's something in there so there's something in there and it'll be shipped to you if you win yep. so so you get those submissions in you won't get the box you will get what's inside the box correct is that box about? looks like a christmas gift it is it's great the box well like it's one of those it's one of those christmas <laughs> gift things that you can like re- reuse of course right? yeah it's like a it's, it's a box. It's a Christmas it's a box. box. Yeah. It's a Christmas box. And my mom wants it back. So, <laughs> so that's the reason. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so get those submissions in, and uh, we will uh, announce a winner in March. So deadline is February 28th. Pretty steep competition, guys. That's, that's correct. Yeah, we've got some good ones. 
So, uh, I don't think there's any other bookkeeping stuff or uh, etc. Shall we dive into the episode? Dive right in. So, Lisa versus Malibu Stacy. Yeah. Um, so this episode... Oh boy. I was looking at contest stuff and now I lost... There we go. This episode uh, was originally aired in February 17th, 1994. Hey! hey. That's weird. Today's February 12th, for the record. Yeah. So we're very close to <laughs> almost... Uh, you was should it 20, release it on February 23, 23 years ago? Yeah, 23 today, years ago. Almost. Wow. Uh, and this episode was uh, written by Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. Weinstein? Weinstein. Weinstein. Whoops. Weinstein. He'll never be on our podcast now. Uh, and directed by, Blew Jeff, it. <laughs> directed by Jeff Lynch. Um, yeah, Oakley and Weinstein are uh, showrunners later on. So, they sure are. So that's a fun, fun and thing. That position is earned. That's right. I like their seasons. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, this episode is about... Lisa challenges the makers of the Malibu Stacy doll to create a less sexist doll. Together with the original creator of Malibu Stacy, Lisa creates Lisa Lionheart in an effort to positively influence young girls. Great. Amazing. That's the plot. That's it. All right, so we have been the two bad neighbors. and <laughs> <laughs> Act one. Yeah, so uh, we open up with uh, Matlock. Oh God, Matt yeah. Lock. So the Matt old, Lock. all the old people are waiting to meet Matlock in person. Um, oh, and I'm blanking on the actor's name. Andy Griffith. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so who Andy, does not do, guest star? Do, do, no, no, he doesn't do, speak. Do, yeah. All right, that's enough. We'll get sued. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Matlock uh, is basically visiting Springfield, and so all the old people are there because, mm-hmm. uh, at least in the Simpsons world, only old people like Matlock. And uh, oh no, is is Pat, uh, Patty and Selma? Do they love MacGyver? MacGyver, yeah, yes. MacGyver. they don't love very Matlock. different, very different character. Really? Yeah, yes. yeah. Right. MacGyver is the guy who MacGyver's things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I've Matlock, seen Matlock's things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> MacGruber's amazing. Well, Matlock or MacGyver is based on MacGruber, so. Well, MacGruber is based on MacGyver. I was doing a bit anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't catch it. I'm really sorry. <laughs> You're like, um, actually, we call that a swing and a miss. <laughs> <laughs> Here at the two bad neighbors, because uh, there's like the Swoosh. new MacGyver out yeah, now. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, trying, yeah, got it. Yeah. Is there a new MacGyver? Yeah, there is, starring. That kid from uh, X Men First Class, uh, Joseph uh, Gordon-Levitt, <laughs> correct. James McAvoy, no. James Franco, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. That's it. Got it. Katie Jennifer Love Hewitt. What? <laughs> this is terrible. Whatever happened to her? <laughs> uh, she did that one song from Sailor Moon. Uh, what? She did this th- Sailor Moon theme song? No, she didn't do the theme song. I'm pretty sure she did uh, "My Only Love." Which is the song that plays when it's revealed that Serena is actually Princess Serenity and Tuxedo Mask has that big, like, shard of ice. Her name is Serena? But she's Princess Serenity? It's Usagi. Yeah, that's a much better cover. Yeah. Like, if your name's Serena, of course you're Princess Serenity. Yeah, okay, but they dumbed it down for America. (laughs) Of course they did. Of course they did. Condescending. I know. So condescending. Speaking of condescension, this episode is all about that. <laughs> yeah. Your, 
Uh, but it doesn't start that way. It starts no, as an I'm, Abe Simpson story. Yeah, it kind of does a swerve. Um, so they swipe Matlock's pills. <laughs> that he needs to take every hour or else he will devolve into spastic heart failure. He yep. does not sleep very well. No. No, I imagine not. Most old people don't. Like 55 minutes at a time. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. That's not true. At a time. Mm, I don't think you go true. back to sleep. Mm. It's just like, <gasps> my heart. But what if you're having good dreams? And then sleep, and yeah. you're fine. Or maybe he can take like eight at a time. Mm. Mm. And that's probably he, safe. Yeah, that's... I don't know for, if they're time release, then why would they say take every hour? I, well, I think I just invented something new here. Time release medication? Yep. That already exists. What? I can't believe I'm not getting a piece of that. Sorry, Greg. All right. Um, you looking at something? You Always. Got, you got a note? No. You got a note? Okay. Um, so Abe Simpson, uh, because he sees Matlock, um, is reminded that the clammy hand of death is right on his shoulder. And so he <laughs> wants to... Uh, well, basically reminds him he sees his hero feeble and old, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And he kind of sees Which himself in that... Kind of the point of Matlock in the first place, that he's this old guy who could actually, you know, do stuff. I don't know. I never, seen, I never watched it. Oh. I watched it at a bar once. The sound was off, but I think I got the gist of it. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, and, and so he decides to give uh, the Simpson family their inheritance early, yeah. So he can watch them enjoy it. And Which is since like, not a, it's it's not a lush uh, inheritance. inheritance. No, of no. course not. <laughs> Abe doesn't. The fact that he had anything is yeah. is pretty uh, remarkable, to be honest. Abe doesn't leave behind much of a legacy, if I may. if i may be so bold to say so what did you just do did you unplug my computer no you did i did not it was alan you sneaky pete nope i don't know how to plug it in it's magnets how can you No, i was trying to just like let it let it let it flop magnets male goes into the female done all right, I've had enough of your heteronormative. Yeah, that's a little computer uh, talk. Yeah, so that's the proper terminology <laughs> for the computer thing. Well, it shouldn't be. Yeah, maybe that plug likes other plugs. You shouldn't try and force it into uh, something it maybe doesn't want to do. Fine, okay. I'm not going to apologize. Okay. <laughs> Just saying that plug came out really easily if it really liked. Being in the socket, then it doesn't. Ex- it's a magnet. Seems, exactly. It doesn't like being in there. Exactly. It's, it's in there because it's easy. I'm not. <laughs> so Grandpa gives them some silver dollars, <laughs> and uh, they decide to just go to the mall and spend it all immediately. Immediately, because it's the Simpsons. Yep. That's what they'll do. Yeah. Yep. Like, did they, so. You used to be able to go to a bank and like exchange a dollar for a silver dollar, but what? you can't because that was the it was the it was the silver standard or the gold standard. Yeah, um, that's what pound sterling is based on. Like, why would you do that? Silver, because because currency used to be backed up by actual uh, precious metals. Yeah, instead of being. But I mean, like, if you nonsense. like, what's the point of like? I have a dollar. I would like a silver dollar instead, please. Just, uh, just, a, just to have it, or uh, yeah. basically, like a dollar was a coupon, was a voucher okay. for a silver dollar. You could yeah. have for this a dollar's thing. worth of silver. Yeah, which is which is why the Louis C.K. bit where he's like, "Give me yeah. some oats Ping. from a horse." Ping! 
He's actually like that's a thing, right? The thing that you would ping was a gold piece or a silver dollar. You, oh, so you're talking about like back in the day? I'm talking about. No, 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 I'm talking. This like, is this was this was a thing for a 70s, while. Yeah. I think they stopped backing up uh, uh, currency. At least I'm pretty sure in America they just stopped backing up um, currency with uh, precious metals. This is all very confusing to me. What's confusing about it? I just not. I'm just not sure why. Like in the seven. Let's say it's in the 70s, and I have dollars. Why mm-hmm. would I want silver dollars instead of dollars? What's the point of exchanging them? I guess is my thought. Uh, because it's real. It's yeah. It's quote right, so un, it's, it's quote unquote real. So it's just to have it. Yeah, more or less. Because yeah. you can't then take those silver dollars and buy goods with them. You correct? can. You can. Yeah, yeah legally right. you can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When they have. Because a lot of them could have you like do that today? Like if, if someone had some silver dollars, could you just go not. to a store and buy something with silver dollars? Would you need to get you it could, changed you could into money? Do that, but it would be worth a dollar as opposed to the what the value of the silver is. Oh, yeah. Anyway, the point that I was making is that those silver dollars are probably worth a lot of money, like a lot more than what's just in that Havana cigar box. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, I see. Because like the, when they go the the. The well, real joke of the scene, like the if you dig deep enough, the real joke is that they're taking these silver dollars to the mall and to spend them, them like loonies. Like, yeah, spending them like loonies. When if you took them to a bank, oh, okay. you would be able to exchange them for the value of the weight of the silver that oh, they are Oh, I see worth. what you're saying. So, so you're saying if they had thought about it, if they thought they about it for more than half a second, money, yeah. yeah, they could have put it. I was going to say, like yeah. they didn't like if if it's worth a lot of money, they. They didn't spend a lot of money, it seemed, right? No, they yeah. they bought a thing for each of them. Yeah. That yeah. was probably like $30 One, one each. doll, one uh, command center. Uh, uh, easy bake oven. Easy bake oven for driving. Yeah. And I can't remember if there was other things. I don't think Marge got anything. No, she think, wouldn't. Did Lisa get anything? Or uh, she got the doll. Maggie get anything? Mm. Did she get the... Etch-a-Sketch? Oh, the Etch-a-Sketch. I don't know if she got it. She was playing with it. Yeah. And displayed that she's very smart. Yeah. Again. <laughs> Maggie's a genius. Yeah. Um but yeah, so they're at the mall and that's essentially what they're doing is they're shopping for things. Um with their inheritance. With their inheritance because they're smart. And uh yeah, Homer wants Maggie to get the command center. Yep. Uh very quickly realizes it's very dangerous. It makes him bleed, <laughs> it <laughs> electrocutes him and it explodes in his mouth. Yeah. That sounds like a party to me. Shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are on. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> but it uh, shouldn't be for anybody. Like, no, it's like, oh, no, this that's, clearly that's isn't horrible. for babies, but that shouldn't be for anyone. <laughs> yeah, that's d- dangerous. Yeah, it's, um, it's the worst. Lisa gets her Malibu Stacy doll, talking Malibu Stacy. The very first time. Yeah. yeah. Malibu Stacy talks for the very Which first is, time. It's, it's kind of funny. I mean, obviously, it's to you know keep the episode flowing, but it's kind of funny that... Lisa had no idea about this thing until it was literally in stores. Well, that you know doesn't I mean? actually surprise me that much because it she's... seemed like a big deal that the. I mean, and when you consider how much they push their other marketing stuff, it seems weird that they didn't have a bunch of commercials she would have seen during watching watching Krusty. You know? and nobody at the store really seemed to be aware that this was happening. Yeah, it's like that's what I mean. Like, it's a weird guerrilla marketing. Campaign. It maybe seems, that was the, maybe like, that was the idea. It's just gonna, we're just going to put it in the store and see what happens. It's like if Tickle Me Elmo was like this weird indie underground toy. Mm. <laughs> you mean it's not? It's like Louis C.K.'s Horace and Pete. What is that? Just All right, put it out there. <laughs> Didn't tell anybody. 
just there. Yeah, but that's like a depressing show for adults versus a doll that I'm saying it's a similar marketing campaign. I, I'm not disagreeing. I'm saying <laughs> it works for that, but not yeah. for a doll. Yeah, yeah probably but, not. <laughs> but thinking back to like when I was a child and played with Barbies, I don't think I ever like. It's rare that you would see a commercial for Barbies. Like, I saw them all the time. Really? I watched yeah. a lot of TV though. I also watched a lot of TV, like Saturday morning TV, I, and like just a just a straight up Barbie. Like I I saw like Lego commercials and stuff, but like I don't remember uh, seeing a commercial for for a Barbie. I remember seeing a commercial for Barbie because I always hated them. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, eh, I don't want this. This is not the kind of toy that I would like. Show me more Transformers. This is clearly not for people with a penis, yeah. so yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My heteronormative brain. <laughs> Gregory. Yeah. What? Uh, I was eight. <laughs> uh, so I, I, don't, I don't know if she would be aware. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like the... It gives us an excuse for a really great bit with a squeaky-voiced person. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. Uh, it's the new uh, talking Malibu, Stacy. Mr. Wise! Mr. Wise! <laughs> no! <laughs> I just... For some reason, like, that squeaky-voiced teen slash person uh, screaming a supervisor's name. Yeah. It's so a running good. gag that's just always very funny. Yeah. You think, or or even not screaming necessarily, but just like talking to a supervisor off screen. You know, they definitely used that character model of the squeaky voice teen because they used the squeaky voice teen as the manager, right? So they didn't want to make it burger. seem like he worked two jobs because yeah. <laughs> he only has one job at a time. Yeah, that's very clear. Yeah. So, um, well, he's a manager. He is. He's the manager. He's of the manager of Krusty Burger. Yeah, that's not nothing. Which is funny because I was at McDonald's the other day and there was a kid like a child who was a manager and i was just like a child being like a 19 year old well yeah i, I mean i couldn't guess his age but it, but it was definitely like i would say younger than 18 what based on how he looked okay like a manager or like a swing manager i mean i didn't ask him he okay. just he was wearing a tie you didn't, you didn't okay. have a you didn't have a in-depth conversation about <laughs> I didn't, him i didn't interview him <laughs> Like, what brings you here, Sonny? You should have. You should have brought him on the show. No, it was just, uh, I just Is he in the trunk of your because, car right now? Because far away. <laughs> well, I worked at McDonald's. Don't talk about my personal dealings, right? <laughs> I worked at McDonald's for two years growing up, and like I had friends who were like 17 who were swing managers. Sure, yeah. Which is just like a super. No, it's, I'm not saying it's it's unheard of. I think it's just, uh, it's an interesting thing that, that that happens, and I mean, it's it's portrayed in the episode well, mm-hmm. I think. That, they get you know, a sweet benefit package. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> You're you're a, a young kid and you need a part time job, so you work at a fast food joint, and then you know you do a good enough job that they're like, you're, "We're going to make you Mr. Manager." Hey, you didn't quit after six months. Yeah. So, yeah. and then it's like, "Oh, great! Yeah, I'll get paid, you know, a dollar over minimum wage rather than minimum wage." So please, that's and take on so much more so responsibility. Much more. God. Yep. So good for that kid. Did you ever do it? Uh, no, I was a crew trainer. I was in charge of training new people, but I never had the availability requirements to be a swing manager. Uh, Nor did I want to be, because why would I? That's a yeah, good point. Yeah. Uh, why would you want to be? <laughs> Sounds like the worst thing ever. And this, like, this comes up a lot. Like, Grandpa kind of shares the spotlight with Lisa in this story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this episode, which is kind of weird to me. Um, because his, I find his, I find his story very funny, but not particularly memorable. 
Um, and it's kind of the opposite for Lisa's story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't find it super funny, but I find it very memorable. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Um, well, yeah, because, I mean, they start the episode with, with Grandpa, like we said, mm-hmm. and they kind of, it seems like it's being a Grandpa episode about him, like, you know, dealing with his mortality and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then it does that veer with, basically, they're in the car, and Lisa starts playing with the Malibu Stacy doll and realizes it's doing, like, you know, it's a good veer. It's a it's a it's a sensible. It works one. well, yeah, and then they a, also try to like merge them a bit. Yeah. Uh, throughout Act Two, um, and they they feel like they're going through the same thing, especially yeah. with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a white male, yeah, age, age eighteen to forty nine. Everybody cares about what I think, no matter how stupid my ideas are. Nuts and Which gum. Is nuts and gum. Yeah. Together at last. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do want to play this clip here. Uh, Twenty three uh, years later, things haven't changed. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh, Grandpa and Co uh, heading home from the mall, and Grandpa has a lot to say. Thanks for buying us these toys, Grandpa. Bah! Why didn't you get something useful like storm windows or a nice pipe organ? I'm thirsty. Ooh, what smells like mustard? But you are a lot of ugly people in your neighborhood. Oh, look at that one. Oh, my glaucoma just got worse. The president is a Democrat. Hello? I can't unbuckle my seatbelt. Hello? There are too many leaves in your walkway. Why are you people avoiding me? Does my withered face remind you of the grim specter of death? Yes, but there's more. Dad, I love you, but... You're a weird, sore-headed old crank and nobody likes you. God, start it! I guess I am an old crank, but what am I going to do about it? So he what is he going to do about it? He tries it? to be younger. He tries to act younger by drinking a Buzz Cola. Yeah, and immediately, uh, as is, fails. you know, TVs want uh, a commercial, yeah. apropos of the thing they're talking about comes on. The TV, that uh, you pointed out, is in a weird spot. Yep. It's in the the main living room rather than the TV room yep. for some reason. Yeah. Which is interesting. Which is, oh my God, every time I think about that, they have a front living room and a back TV room. There's and a little a little den. And a... Where's the den? Where's the den? It's like, it's kind of t- uh, tucked away past the... Uh, uh, the kitchen, I believe, yeah. something like that. It's it, it's only shown like uh, once that I can think of. I'm sure there's other times, but it's when because he's sitting on a beanbag chair, and uh, when uh, three men in a comic book, mm. and they're fighting. Oh yeah, it's like Homer. Can you check on the That's boys? Right. They're fine. It's like a little tiny little room. Yeah. So that is... I'm not entirely sure on the the whereabouts of it. You're it, right. It might just be like an imaginary room they made up for that one scene, but it, well, I don't think so. I think the, it's seen again. Their house but... is huge. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's a palace. <laughs> I don't know if it's a palace. Oh, it's a palace. It's a it's a palace. It's yeah. like a... some people live on top of a bowling alley, which is below another bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, that's he has a true. kid who owns a factory and, and lobsters, lobsters for, for dinner. dinner. It seems like a normal sized single family home. Uh, it's but got a, a dining the... room, a kitchen. But the uh, idea is that, and I mean, this is with most TV in general, yeah. is that their income shouldn't support this house, especially the way that the the storylines go throughout the the series, where uh, they're always on on hard times financially, and yeah, 
Okay. I Just like the friends' apartments, you know, people talk about that all the time. Like, they shouldn't have those giant apartments in New well, York. Well, Joey and Chandler shouldn't have, right. have theirs. But they, they explain pretty well why Monica has hers. Do they? Yeah. And she doesn't actually pay rent on it. Doesn't she? Because it was like her aunt's or something. Like, there's, oh. a, there's a long, convoluted explanation, and it checks out. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I think it's more just the idea that that, that size of apartment doesn't exist in That's New York. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You either have a beautiful, like, It's almost house. like it's as big as a soundstage or something. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, weird. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, I mean, that's a classic TV thing, but it is fun to poke fun at. And they do, like, the, our reference to a later episode is uh, a character coming from outside and seeing their house and being like, my God, this place is a palace. <laughs> so, that's... And he lives on a bowling alley below another bowling alley. Who yeah. is that again? Frank Grimes. Frank or Grimey. Grimey. Or Grimey, as he liked to be called. Is he uh, the... Is he the uh, no. Is he the real author of... Um, is she scratchy? Oh, no, no that's uh, Chester Lampwick. Chester Lampwick. Who's yeah. Frank Grimes? Frank Grimes is a... It's the episode um, Homer's Enemy. He's... Yeah. Bespectacled, he gets hired at the power plant. Doesn't matter. Yeah. All right, <laughs> great episode, great okay. up, great up. Um, so the uh, trip to the Funland um, leads us into the main plot of the story, which is Lisa hearing, uh, which is just a heartbreaking scene where she's like, Lisa has set up all of her other dolls mm-hmm. to listen to Malibu Stacy and she's like Stacy approaches as, the podium yeah as the she like the the United Nations is gathered of course because it's Lisa yep. and it's like as Stacy approaches the dais and for what is sure to be a stirring speech and she pulls the the cord and let's make cookies for the boys I think that's the one the first yeah. one yeah that one of the like one of the first advice, few guys. and then um, and then of course don't ask me I'm just a girl ha, that's ha, ha. my go to excuse for everything I think I've heard you say that at least twice a day since I've known you yeah yeah and too much thinking gives you wrinkles yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that's why my face is so smooth that's right. yeah because you don't think yeah <laughs> okay yeah. I understand it gives you wrinkles yeah do you see any wrinkles? I don't. There you go. Yeah. Bruce <laughs> in the A. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I just got nauseous. It's yeah. a, <laughs> fair enough. It's an interesting uh, concept in, I mean, the 90s on a cartoon. It seems it seems super, like, moder- modern. Like, yeah. I'm surprised that this episode came out 23 years ago. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's a... Uh, this is just another one example why I love The Simpsons so much. Yeah. It's a it's literally timeless. Yeah. Like the best Simpsons, like the best seasons are timeless. Totally. It doesn't matter that it takes place in the nineties or now. The the fight for quality and to be taken seriously is even an even bigger deal now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right, and it's and you're right. It feels incredibly modern. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think what's interesting about it uh, that's a fun because, like, okay, so you even like taking the concept of Barbie, uh, Malibu Stacy in this world. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the kind of uh, marketing of Barbie is that it's like it's kind of like a sexist thing, right? In general, without any talking, you could argue. Sure. Uh, the way the the dimensions, you know, all that kind of stuff. There's there's been controversy with Barbie throughout the years for sure, a yeah. lot of a yeah. lot of reasons. Yeah. Um, but you you give uh, a Malibu Stacy to a girl like Lisa, and she's gonna make her 
you know, head of the UN. She's going to make her, like, all this stuff, which is great. Which is why when the company interjects her voice... Because you imagine, like in the past, Lisa has always spoken Lisa's for voiced, her, right? Yeah. yeah, it's it's always been Lisa has always said Lisa Lionheart's lines. Yeah, as Malibu Stacy, absolutely. Yeah. And now it's that that whole concept of the character and her hero in that sense has been taken away from her. Yeah, which is why it's such a like a heartbreaking thing for her. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's great. And I the other thing I really like about this episode is that uh, the family is never really like you know trying to stop her from from chasing this stuff like there's there's uh the one moment at the dinner table right where they're like you know ah oh, you're always they're not <laughs> encouraging her but they're not going to stop her well yeah. and like there's the one moment where she she has the doll at the table and she just screams you know like oh they can't get away with this and then they're just like they start chewing slower and they're like <laughs> unsure what to do cuz they're like they live in their happy bubble yeah. where they don't want to deal with this but they also know and they they love and care about Lisa, so they want her to be happy. But they're like, we don't know what to do. So we're not just going to be like, ah, shut up, idiot. Homer's... But they're also not going to know what to say in response to that. Homer's just upset because they can't watch Fox because of the chemical <laughs> weapons factory in Syria. Syria. Yeah. Uh... I love how much they dump on Fox. <laughs> Isn't it great? Yeah. <laughs> Fox doesn't like it. They never liked it. How much they dump on them. Well, too that bad. one, that line actually, uh, I remember in like the one of the Simpsons books that I read, caused a little bit of a stir. Oh, yeah, because they were like, because Fox was like, we don't actually, we don't own chemical weapons. This <laughs> 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 preposterous. <laughs> it's like no one's gonna think that. But what if they do? Have a, it's like, have you done anything to make people think you would own? The lady doth protest too much. <laughs> she thinks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you know... No. ...that the uh, Talking Malibu Stacey was based on a, a Barbie doll? Oh. Well, the one where she said math is hard? Yeah. What? Yeah. Teen Talk Barbie. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that yeah. one. Yeah, so it's actually based on a real thing that happened. They, made, you... they made these dolls, and they had 270 phrases that the, that the doll could say. 270? Yeah. and they would program the doll to say um, two... Out of those 270, four. four. Oh, yeah. okay. Each doll would have four of those 270 that said, so to, oh, to basically okay, make okay. it seem like no two dolls were the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then every once in a while, you would get a doll that would say, math is hard. There was a big controversy, <laughs> so they yeah. they uh-huh. uh, uh, stopped putting that phrase in. And, and they said, please return your doll if it has that in it. And so they got rid of them. Shit. What else did Teen Talk Barbie say? Um, she said... <laughs> Other uh, will stuff. we ever have enough clothes? Yep. I love shopping. <laughs> yep. Want to have a pizza party? Pizza That's just party. some of them. <laughs> so those are obviously better, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, obviously it's the same. It's the same yeah, uh, yeah. spirit of this this episode, right? Where it's on the surface, you might not think it's uh, anything bad because arguably they're. Like, it's, oh, it's fun, right? But when you think about it and are smart, like Lisa, you realize these, like, this isn't how we should be encouraging young women to develop, right? She has that big speech to Bart um, where she's like, you know, like, uh, act pretty or look pretty and and have a rich husband or whatever. Yeah, "Yeah, just what I was going to (laughs) say. That whole whole speech is uh, essentially, you know, the the gripes that she has with it. And it's... 
makes perfect sense to me. Yep. And I love how scared Bart gets of his sister. <laughs> it's like, the only thing they have to talk about is how awesome it is to have a rich husband. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Um, and I mean, I, I will speak for myself and say that this episode made me think about these kinds of things as a young boy. Yeah. Because, like, the first few things that she says, I was just like, I was just like, what's wrong with that? Like, let's bake cookies for the boys. That sounds nice. (laughs) I'm a boy. I like cookies. I like cookies. Mm. Like, what's wrong with that? That sounds like such a thing. And then it got to the point where it's like, don't ask me. I'm just a girl. And I'm like, oh, this is all very. Oh, they're making a point. They're saying that, like, girls are lesser. Oh, no. (laughs) That's not good. Uh, so yeah, so that's, that's, uh, a small, small piece of, uh, feminism. Yeah. This might my... be the first time I was exposed to feminism yeah. in any, in any way when I was a kid. Um, oh, well, I watched, well, cause Zena we watched Transformers. You watched, and... well, yeah, you watched Xena. So <laughs> that is, that's helpful. Yeah. Is, would you consider that show a, how many seasons? How six. many, a six season feminist mantra? Uh, for the most part. I mean, yeah. uh, there's still some things about Xena that's like kind of problematic, but for the most part, it's like. I'm surprised that it was. I'm given at like that it's about a, a gay couple. Uh, I'm surprised that it was as popular as it was. Wait, what? Dina and Gabriella? Gabrielle. Are they gay? Gabrielle? Um, Are they gay lovers? Like, yeah. Obviously. I've watched maybe two episodes of that show. I, Both with me. I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're the only person I know who has the complete series. Yeah. Uh, they never come out and say it, but it's pretty obvious. Right. Like, they call it... They, kind of like a Smithers thing? Yeah. They're yeah. referred to as, like, soulmates in a few episodes. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah. good for them. Hope those crazy kids make it. They do, don't they? They came back from the dead. Oh, God. Zena did. Uh, <laughs> they, so they do zombies? sometimes. Xena uh, dies at the end. What? Yeah, spoiler alert. That's bullshit. Uh, yeah, Gabrielle like goes on. She carries the chakram. Uh, she takes up the mantle afterwards. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's, I wouldn't buy that. I know. I don't. <laughs> she's not Lucy Lawless. I know. Give me hey, a break. I know this isn't. I'm about sorry, chakram mantra. The, the, it's the thing. Are these just she, buzzwords that people use? <laughs> that stupid people use to sound smart. Not that I'm accusing you of that. Or, <laughs> don't ask me. I'm just. I'm a fired, girl. aren't I? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, we also get a, a, a scene of um, a bunch of girls playing with their talking Stacy dolls. Yeah. And Lisa's like, you know, don't you guys see anything wrong with this? Well, there's something really wrong with one of the girls. <laughs> <laughs> My spidey senses are tingling. Anybody call for a web slinger? <laughs> I love it. It reminds me Spider-Man, yeah. for those that aren't aware. Yes. Is it Jingle All the Way? That has the doll Turbo Man. Turbo Man, yeah. and he acts like he buys a black market one that has a Spanish language track in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. the one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a Turbo movie. Man. Turbo Man. I go, I'm going to get tur- Turbo Man. Turbo Man. That movie's hilarious. That movie's so bad. They're making a sequel. No, they're not. No, they're not. I'm not joking. What? No. With, uh... Does it have Arnold in No, it? it's with different people. Okay. Does it, is, is Sinbad It might have already it? been made, actually. What? Hold on, let me, let me fact check this. Is, uh, if Sinbad's not in it, at least, then... No, I'm pretty sure he's not. That's, what's the point? Yeah. What, what the hell's the point? Well, he's in jail. 
if you saw the first one. Well, he might have got out. The second one came out in 2014. Oh, the second one straight to out. straight to video. Oh, of course, uh, Larry the Cable Guy is the. Oh, <laughs> God, that guy makes me fucking want to retch. I don't know oh, who boy. that is. Larry the Cable Guy, no. get her done. Oh, Red, yeah. redneck comedy tour guy. He was okay. also Mater in the Cars films. Oh, like the okay. worst part of anything that so Pixar's like, ever done. So, like, not that Jim Carrey movie. The Cable Guy. Yeah. Oh, you mean the genius black comedy with. Jim Carrey and Matthew Broderick, where they yeah. go to a medieval times restaurant. Yeah, I love that movie. I'm <laughs> sorry, movie. I think that movie's brilliant. I really do. I haven't seen that movie in so. Directed long. by Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller's masterpiece. It it's great. Scared the pants off of me. It's supposed child. to. It's really scary. It's about a guy who's obsessed with another guy and in television and television, and he's gotten he's he's clearly unwell. Yes. So. So check it out at your local Blockbuster. <laughs> um, <laughs> or VHQ. Cable yeah. guy. So anyway, um, <clears throat> Lisa uh, gets really upset, calls the customer support line, and uh, they... They go on the tour. They decide to, yeah, to go take a tour so she can complain in person. And uh, it starts out pretty innocuous, where they're just kind of, you know, touring around. Uh, but then they do get into a video... That explains some of the background of Malibu Stacy. Malibu Stacy, America's favorite eight and a half inch. In 1959, homemaker Stacy Lavelle had a design and a dream. The design, Malibu Stacy. The dream, to mass market a fashion doll that was also edible. Kids didn't much like the taste of dried onion meal, but they loved the doll. A second plastic Malibu Stacy took America by storm. Just ask the owner of the world's largest Malibu Stacy collection, Waylon Smithers of Springfield. Hello, Malibu Stacy collectors. I'll see you at StacyCon 94 at the San Diego Airport Hilton. And what does Stacy think of her 35 years of success and millions of friends worldwide? Don't ask me. I'm just a girl. <laughs> <laughs> she sure is. Well, that's the tour. If you have any questions, I'd be happy to answer... I have one. Yes? Is the remark to be sexist drivel spouted by Malibu Stacy intentional, or is it just a horrible mistake? <laughs> Believe me, we're very mindful of such concerns. Hey, Jiggles, grab a pad and back that gorgeous butt in here. Oh, you get away. <laughs> uh, don't act like you don't like it. Oh, oh. oh you get away. Oh. <sighs> Oh boy! Uh, that if I didn't like if I didn't understand what the episode was going for before this, like when I was a kid, I definitely did. After mm-hmm. that scene, yeah, like I was like, that was horrible. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> um, I also think it's just phenomenal satire. Yeah, just. Spot on satire. I, I, I can't get over how, uh, like, when you when you hear about the the Barbie story, right? And the best satire is taken from is is, is like a is holding is a it's a mirror up to society and being like, look how insane this is. Um, if you when you look at the 1992 Barbie one, and you look at this, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Not much. Nope. They're basically synonymous. Yeah. Right. Well, I think what's 
what's great is that they try to kind of drive home the idea that it's not that the creators of Malibu Stacy are intentionally trying to create a sexist doll. They don't realize what they're doing is sexist, and that's the problem. You know what I mean? Like, it's, mm-hmm. oh, we're very aware of those issues. And then immediately, you know, a male Undercut executive yeah. starts, you know, like, oh, Jiggles, back that gorgeous buddy. Oh, get away. Like, all that stuff is like, okay, clearly you don't realize all of this is, you know, terrible. <laughs> yeah. And and that's, and I think that with, like, Math is Hard by Barbie, like, obviously, I would never assume anyone was like, yeah, we're going to take these ladies down a peg with this one. This will this will show them. They're gonna just raise they're a just, generation of dummies. Yeah, they're just like, "Oh, like, oh, that's funny, right? Like that's or that's like a thing that that girls say, right? Fellow male executives that run barbie.com <laughs> or bar- barbie.com. Uh, Mattel. Barbie, yeah, Mattel uh, corporation. And they're just like, yes, yes, I agree. Yes, I've heard women say that. Yes, yes, let's put it in there. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> hmm, what are teens like? Uh, clothes? Uh, <laughs> Pizza? Uh, shopping? Shopping? Uh, makeup? I, uh, I, think my, I think my 13-year-old daughter on the weekends I'm allowed to see her was uh, having trouble with her math homework. <laughs> you know what? Exactly. I, bet, I bet 13-year-old girls think math is hard. Yeah. Uh, they I, say it all the time. Yeah. I swear. After I'm not allowed to have unsupervised visits, but she, she, she sure is working on that <laughs> math homework. <laughs> Uh, that was yeah, an so interesting character. I'd like to go deeper into the life of that Mattel, <laughs> Mattel executive, <laughs> the, Mattel the CEO executive. of Mattel, and his uh, his strained relationship his, with yeah. his daughter and probably the rest of his family. Yeah. <laughs> um. Is there is his daughter named Skipper? <laughs> he wanted a boy <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> that he could take sailing with him. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, because because Skipper is Barbie's little sister. No, I'm aware. Okay. But like, why is it named Skipper? <laughs> the her her sister? Yeah, I don't know because it's a dumb name. Because because I think that the person wanted a, a sailing buddy. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. I actually didn't know that Barbie had a sister. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Like yeah, um, Skipper. I didn't know that Scrappy Doo was actually his character for a long, long time until I saw the movie. Uh. <laughs> Which movie? The Scooby Doo movie. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just looking up Heat. Uh, <laughs> uh, after I saw you know, Heat, Scrappy Doo yeah, in Heat, yeah, you know, played by Val Kilmer. Uh, <laughs> he really immerses himself in every role. <laughs> Did you know he sang every one of those songs in the Doors movie? <laughs> Back on track, please. All right. Uh, I was. I was. Just, just, this is about Barbie, so it's kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was looking up, like, I was trying to find the phrases for Teen Talk Barbie, and I found uh, that Bar- Mattel and Oreo teamed up to make Oreo Barbie. What? It, she's, a, she's a black Barbie. No, hold on. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is not true. This is, you're making this up. This is a very funny bit, but <laughs> I need to know if it's true or not. Uh, because that is bananas. Oreo, this is from etonline.com. Uh, Oreo Barbie. The Oreo Barbie resulted from a partnership with Oreo Cookies. But when Mattel released a black version of the doll, people quickly brought up the fact that Oreo can be a derogatory term for a black person yes. who acts white. Yes. Here's a picture of her. No. Wait, so. No way. Sorry. Oh my God. Sorry, audio medium, but we need to do this. That's so 
Oh, so misguided. I was actually Holy worried. That's that's shit. actually even worse. But I was worried it was just going to be like a mixed race Barbie. Oh, and like that's why it was called like <laughs> uh, get it Oreo. But that's worse because that's yeah. like a negative thing. Yeah. For those of you wondering if this is just a really great bit, it's not. <laughs> this is a real thing. It's a real thing. Look it up. You can yeah. You can search this on Google and you will find it. That's. Oh, I'm still man. waiting for Twinkie Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also a derogatory term. Yep. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, boy. All right. So uh, let's get back on track here. So <laughs> Lisa <laughs> decides. No, it's that's great. Uh, Lisa decides she needs to do something about this. Uh, Grandpa also, he's back. Oh, yeah. Right, is, right, uh, right. you know, like, oh, I need to be not old, So he I decides guess. to get a job. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so... <laughs> Where like it, that's basically it. Like they just do a couple of a series of gags about Grandpa not really succeeding at this job, right? Yeah, and it's funny. Like Grandpa gets like well, the, they do the kind of weird not that doesn't really work for me gag where you know it's like oh i'm gonna get myself a job like a really great job and it's like cuts to him being like mayday mayday I'm losing your transmission <laughs> and he's at a drive through window but I think the gag is supposed to be like, oh, is he at NASA? Or, you know, like, is he at something really important? But he's not. But it just, it doesn't, it never worked for me because, A, he's dressed in a fast food outfit. So it doesn't, like, uh, mask the the fast food of it all yeah. very well. Yeah. Um, but what I do love is <laughs> uh, I said French fries, and he immediately turns to his fellow employee and says, do we sell French fries? <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny for a lot of reasons. Uh, <laughs> let's let's dive into it. So, <laughs> A, the fact that he doesn't know what French fries are. That's pretty funny <laughs> in and of itself. B, why is he in charge of the drive through window? Already? Already. Assumingly on his first day, considering he doesn't know what French fries and, are. And uh, I'm just going to put this to our fast food expert, Allie. Hmm. Um, <laughs> oh, so that's why you brought me on here. Oh, okay, I get it. Is the, uh, is the drive through window just something you can jump into on your first day? Um, yeah. All oh. right, then. All right, well. It's, uh, the, Shut my mouth. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, well, back Well, let me ask go- you this. If you, were, if you were in some kind of charge, even just supervisor position, whatever, and Grandpa Simpson... Was your new employee? Well, Would you throw him on the drive-through window? Obviously, no. Okay, so that's there. We go. Therein lies the humor. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that's all. Isn't his name Mr. Johansson? The manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, because yeah. he's like. I'm willing to bet that Mr. Johansson isn't a very, like, isn't the best manager because the squeaky voice teen will be in a lot of different jobs. So he <laughs> yeah. will get fired from this. Oh, absolutely. Soon. Probably because of Grandpa. Quit. Because of all the people that got sick because Grandpa didn't wash his hands. Yeah, that's because that's Mr. Johansson's policy, not, not Grandpa's. His. Yeah. <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah, so meanwhile, uh, we get into our main plot uh, with Lisa going to try and track down Stacy Lavelle. And she does. Well, she goes to Smithers first. That's how you do it. Uh, if you want to track down the, somebody. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. the one with the largest collection yeah. of Malibu Stacy. And we get another example of Smithers being burned sexual. Yep. <laughs> You're quite good at turning me on. Gotta love that part. And uh, just a small little tidbit about that. I did not get that joke when I was a kid. Because I, I didn't know what turning on meant. Oh, yeah. As in arousal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I I just thought it was weird that it was I mean it's an obviously naked Burns right yeah that you, was the part that made me like oh like that but like he's just complimenting him for turning on the computer what a weird <laughs> thing like I didn't get the the double entendre yeah, yeah, yeah. essentially right you, you know what I did I um I did what Smithers said he says you probably should just ignore that <laughs> and I just ignored it I didn't I I I made it my screensaver I you know I just no, I didn't. went all out no of course not. <laughs> Sorry, another that's, swing and a miss there. That's why I was sent to military school. Uh, <laughs> my dad didn't take kindly to it. Anyway, uh, <laughs> was the nineties. Just wants another plug. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so so he does uh, uh, find the last lo- last known address of Stacy Lavelle, which happens to be exactly where she, where she lives. Is, yep. So uh, I'm glad they don't spend too long to get there because when we finally do get there, we see uh, in the guest house. Uh, Kathleen Turner mm-hmm. and just just killing it. Yep. Oh my god, she's so great. She's so great. Yeah. so great. Not Very, right uh, now. I'm too drunk. Too drunk. <laughs> like mm. that's so funny. That's uh, <laughs> I say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> drunk or not? Yeah, usually drunk. Um, <laughs> hey, do you want to you want to drive somewhere, Ellen? Not right now. I'm too drunk. <laughs> and then and then whoever asked me that has to like are are you? <laughs> I'll come back later. Yeah. <laughs> and Lisa immediately does come back and she immediately yeah. has the idea for Lisa Lionheart. And she, she has it sketched out and everything. Yeah. yeah. With all of like the features and like the and and like she's gonna have the intellect of Gertrude Stein mm-hmm. and the down to earth good le- good looks of Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah, man. Um, which is all good things, and they immediately go to work designing it. Can I we... don't understand why they even like like for a second have a problem with designing the hair because Lisa drew the hair on and like they immediately just do exactly what the drawing looks like. So whatever. (laughs) Cause they wanted to point out how ridiculous all the Simpsons hair. And they are, they are really (laughs) ridiculous. From a design perspective. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, sorry, I'm running through this, but we are running a little short of time. Um, you are the, uh, the, the, (laughs) they, they go to the, um, they, she goes. She goes to the to, to record a, a real vo- vocal track. Um, when what is it? When I get married, I'm go- I'm keeping my own name. It yep. Should be if I get if married. I choose to get married. Somebody tells me you have this clip. I do. Oh, let's okay. Let's, let's listen. To it'll it. do much better than me. Yeah. Talking doll. Take eight. When I get married, I'm keeping my own name. Uh, you know that should probably be if I choose to get married. Uh, look, little girl, we got other talking dollies to record today. All right, you Poindexters, let's get this right. One, hey, hey, kids, I'm talking crusty. Two, hey, hey, here comes Sideshow Mel. Again, here comes Sideshow Mel. Sideshow Mel. Three. <laughs> bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. Learn from a professional, kid. Okay, Krusty, uh, we are ready to roll. Any... What the... <laughs> That's my favorite joke. All right. In the episode. There you go. (laughs) Yep. That's it. It's definitely one of mine as well. It's another one I use all the time. Yep. Uh, When I'm ready to go somewhere, I'll say, all right, Krusty, we are ready to roll. And what the... Bada bing, bada boom, I'm done. Learn from a professional kid. I love how he does it with a cigar in his mouth the whole time. show mouth. It's, oh, God, I laugh so hard every time I see that. Like, I I just saw it like 20 minutes ago. Yep. When we watched it. (laughs) And then I was laughing... I could barely contain my laughter there. Like, it, 
It's great. It's so funny. He's so funny. Um, I think Dan Castellaneta is the MVP of this episode because of his work as Krusty and Grandpa. Yeah. He's so funny in this episode. Agreed. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they uh, uh, start uh, putting the doll in the store. Yeah. And uh, the Stacy Corporation gets wind of it, so they decide to call Washington, D.C. Yeah, they need to call in a favor from Washington, which goes very well. Which is, is that like, who is that guy? I have no idea. Because it I looks like no he's idea. in the Oval Office, right? Yeah, is he supposed to be the president? <clears throat> Who's been arrested for murder? Yeah, like I wonder if this is like a weird little like <laughs> pocket of because usually they use the real yeah the real current president. But this is yeah. a weird pocket where they had a fictional president that immediately got arrested for murder. Like he was it had like a very like two He's months like he in threw the brick and that was his breaking point. And he just went on a spree yeah. after that. <laughs> <laughs> and he just chuckles to himself like he did so oh, he did damage so, so good yeah like are you kidding me. Because, yeah, the reaction is like, did you hear something? I always felt so weird about that scene because it's like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) It's out of nowhere, but I like it. Yeah, it's really funny. It's like, Dad, did you hear something? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so they, uh, then we get. That uh, fails, and they need to figure something else out. So they'll stay here all night if they have to. Can we order Chinese food? Yes. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that yeah. sounds great. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Something about that joke always just makes me smile. I really the idea like of like because like I've I've only worked in an office setting briefly yeah. for about a year, um, but it always makes me think of that where it's just like you know that's the thing that the office people, for lack of a better term, always want. Chinese can we food? order? Well, not necessarily no, Chinese food, like but just like can we food. order right, food? Right, 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 right. Like if we if we are staying late, can we order dinner? And if it's yes, then it's like great. This night is awesome. <laughs> so I don't know. It's just, yeah, I like I, I how like long it. it took him to to, to say yes to it. <laughs> <laughs> My thought is that he wasn't thinking about it, and so when the guy said it, he's like, "Oh crap, can we?" And he's he's like, "You know what? Yes. <laughs> like I'm I'm in charge. I can choose that." And what is the thing that they come up with during their brainstorming? <laughs> a new hat. Excuse me. She's got a new hat. She's got a new hat. I want it. I want it. I want it. I want it. <laughs> It seems like the um, Lisa Lionheart doll is going to sell very well until... Well, because Brockman does the news report yeah, on it. Yeah, an hour long. his daughter tells him. Or how long is this is the it? first time we've seen Talk his daughter dolly, as well? 28 minutes. 28 minutes, yeah. It's the first time we've seen uh, Ken Brockman's daughter? I think so. Like, I feel like we've seen her at school before, but this is the first time it's like we know he has a daughter. Is, yeah. yeah. And maybe the last. <laughs> I can't think no, of another no, time she, I see... She, she, shows she shows up, up again. She shows up later. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It's not memorable. Um... But I do love the, you're right about the Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, okay, so this came out in 93? Yeah. So it was 94, recent. 94. 94, okay. And Berlin Wall was pretty recent, yeah. Berlin Wall came down in 1989? I think 90, so. 88? Something like that. 90? I thought it, was it was 90. late 80s, for sure. Yeah. Yeah? So, so like, it was, pretty, it was after I was born, but so not she would have been like, She would have been, like, three. Three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which Talk is... about the Berlin Wall. <laughs> <laughs> Her first words are Berlin Wall. Maybe there's just like a newscast on TV and she was just like, Daddy, Daddy, Berlin Wall. And he's like, yeah, okay, I'll do a story on that. <laughs> there you go. And gave her all the credit. Uh, so uh, before we get back to uh, the doll in the store, we wrap up the uh, grandpa story. 
uh, all the elderly people are complaining at Krusty Burger, and he realizes he should be on that side with them complaining. That's why, you know, God makes you old, <laughs> so you can <laughs> complain about things, um, which is kind of Simpsons' uh, motto in terms 89, of... 89, by the way. 89, great. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> thank you. And uh, so he says you can take this job and fill it. Yep. And <laughs> reveals that he never washes his hands. Which is disgusting. Yeah, yeah it's not great. <laughs> <laughs> there are worse things, but that's not good. Yeah. So, well, especially when he's making the sandwich take a bite out of you. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, when I worked at McDonald's, all of the guys who were on the sandwich line did chew, and they ugh. would have their like spit cup right on top of the sandwich. That's my bar. least favorite thing in the world. Yeah, one hundred percent. It was disgusting. I knew a guy who did Someone chew at over Future the Shop. Spit cup Whoa. at one point. What? Yeah, Ugh. the whole thing had to be like taken apart. Yeah, it was gross. I, I knew a guy at Future Shop who did chew, and he he would uh, spit into like a Coca Cola yeah. bottle, and it looked <laughs> like Coca Cola. So there was times where I'm like so scared that he would like accidentally drink it. <laughs> yeah, and I would puke everywhere. Anyway, that's so gross. Chew is the, it's worst. the worst. You guys yep. don't do it. Did they? I th- I heard they stopped making flavored chew because they were like, we can't get away with this anymore. Kids, I didn't know flavored like, chew existed. Yeah, I, it, that's it a world I like, never wanted yeah, to delve into. And they really did have like peach and berry and like whatever. They, just eat a peach. Like, just eat a peach. Yeah. What are you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just take a big dip. I could eat a peach for hours. Uh. <laughs> That's the kind of joke you can expect at Kevin Bacon's Six Degrees of Movie Trivia oh, nice. Dickens nice on plug, February nice 22nd, plug, nice 7 p.m. Uh, so we go back to Lisa Lionheart. It's about to be sold. Uh, everyone's really excited for it. And then the new hat comes. The, they wheel it r- out right in front of it, yeah. and they are very fickle and quickly change into yeah. wanting mm-hmm. that one instead. Yeah. But one little girl does buy a Lisa Lionheart, and if we can just reach that one little girl, it'll all have been worth it. Especially if she's going to pay four to $6,000. What? Oh, Nothing. Kudos to you, Lisa. Kudos. I thought it was forty-six thousand dollars. Forty-six thousand? Oh boy. Not four to six, because that's not a lot of money. That's not a lot of money. Forty-six thousand is. Yeah. Wait, relatively. Four thousand dollars isn't a lot of money to you. Uh, not when it comes to like branding, starting my own doll making company. All right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I bet they sell okay. Yeah. Down the line, Lisa's sell, not going to see They sell well money. in Canada for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you could argue that if you wanted to make a comment about, you know, capitalism and com- or commercialism, rather, uh, the kids would want both dolls. <laughs> yeah. Like, why is it one or the other, you know? Yeah. But, also, like, Smithers has the world's largest collection of Oh, Smithers dolls. will be back. He will buy one. Yeah. Yeah. But that day... But he, that, would... he needs that one first, because he is a Malibu Stacy doll collector. Yeah. That's true. Not just That's a doll true. collector. Yeah. So... Yeah, he will. He will eventually buy at least Lionheart, right? Yeah. But not on the opening day, yeah. not on the big day, yeah. where it really means something. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the problem with the Elastic Universe. Mm-hmm. Everything's got to go back to square one at the end. Um, well, let's jump into the reference test. Yes, because I can tell you're running out of steam. <laughs> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Dick. <laughs> uh, there's a lot 
in this yeah, one. Yeah, well, we talked about Matlock, we obviously. Did. Yeah. Um, they sing uh, We Love You, Matlock, Oh Yes We Do, which is from uh, Bye Bye Birdie. And We, we love, love You, Conrad. Conrad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we didn't talk about the Homer dancing on the piano. He does that twice in the episode. Big. Big. And that's from Big, um, a film. And uh, <laughs> here's the whole thing, yeah. Right. So Lisa's uh, Gertrude's Wisdom of Gertrude Stein, the wit of Kathy Geiswhite. Who's that? I don't know. The tenacity of Nina Totenberg, the common sense of Elizabeth Cady Stanton, and the down to earth good looks of Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know who so, most of those people are. Does yes. that make me a bad feminist? Kathy, Probably. no. Kathy Geiswhite <laughs> is an American cartoonist who created the comic strip Kathy, oh, okay. which had a 34 year run. Uh, Nina, Nina Totenberg. Uh, just looking this up real quick here. Uh, Elizabeth Cady Stanton was an American suffragist, social activist, abolitionist, and leading figure of the early women's rights movement. Amazing. And Nina, Nina Totenberg is still loading. <laughs> okay. Let me grab it. Nina Totenberg <laughs> is an American legal affairs correspondent for National Public Radio for NPR. Uh. And Eleanor Roosevelt was the first lady of the United yeah. States. Yeah. What? <laughs> no. You like talking to Mark? Well, you can talk your little buds down to Principal Scudworth's office. Ooh, slowly. Wait, did you say the first? Oh, first, yeah. first lady of? No, just a no, first lady. Just oh, right, the first lady. It was Martha right. Washington. Of course, that's why I was like, wait, that's wrong. But I've seen Hamilton. I know about. <laughs> You've seen it. Well, if you think that I communist a, George a Washington was a real president, version of it. Oh, okay, it was really good. Yeah. As long as you didn't see it for real. Why? Because I'd be very jealous. Why wouldn't you want that for me, Alan? Because I want it for me only. Okay. Stacy's list of Chicago. Stacy's husbands: Ken, Johnny West, GI Joe, Doctor Colossus, and Steve Austin. Doctor Colossus actually appears in the series in Simpsons live action in uh, Who Shot Mr. Burns episode. Oh. Yep. Live action. Sorry, I mean, not in a picture, like he's actually there. Right. Okay. I did, I, that was a stupid thing to say. <laughs> they had a live actor play him. It was uh, John Malkovich. Super weird. And but Malkovich nailed it. He did, yeah, <laughs> as always. Um, he did mocap. <laughs> the uh, My Spidey Sense is Tingling, obviously a reference to Spider-Man. And, Spider-Man. Uh, reference Peter Spider-Man. To a same. practical joke by the Barbie Liberation Organization in the early 90s. What? In which voice boxes of Talking Barbie and G.I. Joe toys were swapped. Whoa. Yep. That's funny. Yep. Um, there's a reference to Achy Breaky Heart. With yep. the, uh, and Live at the Improv. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Comic relief. Uh, Valley Ew. of the Dolls is the name of the uh, yeah. Valley of the Dolls, yeah. which is a movie. Um, and then uh, there's a weird reference to Minerva Mink. From Animaniacs, I don't know if you remember that character. The... Is it Minerva or like the, or is it like av- actually the the Minerva goddess of wisdom? Yeah, because that's what Lisa right. So says. no, sorry. So, but the reference is to Minerva Mink. They, really? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it only appeared in four of 150 Animaniacs segments, and Stacy's comment that the name has not enough commercial appeal is a reference to the character from. Oh, Animaniacs. that's a deep pull. Yeah. Whoa! So there you go. Um, Pepsi commercials, the Buzz Cola commercials are a riff mm, on Pepsi yeah, commercials. Yeah, yeah, of the early '90s, gross. <laughs> Watch them. Oh man, we were watching some Super Bowl, some old Super Bowl shows um, from like the '90s. Some were amazing, 
and some were terrible. Yeah, I would strongly recommend if you haven't seen it, watch Michael Jackson's. Oh yeah, it's great. His what? Sorry, his, his Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, it's unbelievable. Great. Yeah, good There's for him. Four Michael. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be okay. I think that kid's gonna make it. Yeah. He's gonna go some. He's gonna go places. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for his next album. There's probably gonna be one actually. <laughs> <laughs> he recorded a lot. I mean. If Tupac can release well, seventeen albums, yeah, like and I mean death. they're going to yeah, be releasing Tupac. Prince albums for the next decade. Yeah, so that's what happens when you die, artists. Yeah, people will release all the stuff you don't want them to release. Yep, go so set us a watchman, uh, Harper Lee. Anyway, yeah, fuck. Ugh. <laughs> that's such a bummer. So, final thoughts on the episode, everybody. Uh, I like this episode a lot. Um, it's not the funniest. Of the se- uh, of the season, um, but for me it was uh, it was quite a a formative one when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. It's a very important episode, I think. Yeah, in the yeah. canon, and uh, I think there's a lot of really funny moments. Like I said, there's at least two things that I use day to day. Nuts and gum. Nuts and gum. <laughs> I, I say nuts and gum all the time, and the uh, I'm a white male. Age, yeah, age eighteen forty nine. I I think that's one of the funniest things. <laughs> Because it's like it's like it's it's painfully accurate. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the grandpa stuff is fine. It's not one of the most uh, well he, uh, egregious char- B stories. The character carries it. Yeah. But it, it's I mean it's one of those B stories that I don't really care about. Yeah. But yeah. it's not like you know Bart, Bart ba- becoming a nerd. Yeah, I don't feel bad about not caring about it because it's grandpa. <laughs> That's but fair. Grandpa. And Grandpa's an ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he deserves to be treated terribly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he falls into his grave. This ain't so bad. Yeah. This ain't so bad. This ain't so bad. So, How about you, Allie? Um, I think it's an incredibly important episode, and I think it's incredibly relevant now, even now, almost twenty-five years later. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. With a man in the White House. <laughs> Not likely. <laughs> Absurd. Someone made a uh, used that quote as a team name at Simpsons Trivia. <laughs> the you know, no, Mr. Trump, that's sexual harassment. If you touch me, I'll scream so loud the whole country will hear. With me in the White House, <laughs> <laughs> not likely. Hell. And everyone had like a moment of like applause, but also sadness. Yeah, yeah. it's like oh, that's true. No, it's not our country. Well, so still important. Yep. <laughs> yep, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yep. yep. Um, and, like, I think the, like, I yeah, the the tour uh, and, like, the sexist bullshit uh, of, like, hey, Jiggles, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I can't count how many times I've worked at a job and had people talk to me, the, t- had people talk to me like that. And to see that, like, on television being satirized is, like, oh, that hurts. But it's, like, yeah, that good, means... Good that it's talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's sad that it's still happening mm-hmm. <laughs> 25 yep. years later. Um, I think what's even sadder is that people don't think it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that, that might be the worst part. Mm. People are like, ah, no, that doesn't happen anymore. So, huh? No, no, Isn't you're funny, you're, uh, you're overstating time it. capsule. Yeah. yeah, you're you're just being sense. You're being too sensitive. What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're a snowflake. Eat watch, me. watch this. Watch this. Yeah, watch yeah. this. This happens. Yeah. All the to time. This day. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's, I think it's, I think it's speaks to the, to the quality of the satire and the quality of the show that it's still relevant. Yeah. Almost 25 years later, but it also (laughs) speaks to the glacially slow moving progress of our society that it is still very relevant. Baby steps. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that was that. At least Oreo Barbie is still not yeah. being sold. Oh boy! <laughs> I well, who was it? It was uh, it was a um, it was on a Saturday Night Live episode where Cecily Strong was introducing like one of the debate sketches, mm-hmm. or I think it was Cecily Strong, and she was like, "I'm I hello, I'm one of the two Hispanic actors on Saturday Night Live playing an Asian character who hosted the debate last night because, because baby, baby steps, steps. hilarious." <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that, that, like, that's painfully accurate. Yeah. Has SNL ever had an Asian core member? Core member? Like, not a featured player, but like a... Like a cast member? Like a, yeah. Like a cast member? I can't think of one. I don't think so. I think, like, Fred I mean, Armisen they've rarely had like black actors. A quarter Japanese. Oh. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> or something like that. Anyway... Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I, I don't like. No, they've always had an issue of. with diversity. Yeah, so none that I can really think of. It's a bummer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, as she said, baby steps. Baby steps. They, they hired three new white people this year. So. Oh, good for Ooh, them. Good, good yeah. for them. Yeah, I've, I've been really hoping that those white people would really be able to catch a break. It takes. I think they're gonna do well this I year. Think they're going places. It yeah. takes courage. It does to do that. I think. Yeah. Good for them. Just like Apple. Yeah, it courage. just like Apple. It takes courage to, <laughs> to take, remove to, your to remove your headphone jack. Headphone jack. <laughs> courage. You hear uh, that, Dad? Courage. Courage. All right. Well, that about wraps things up here at Two Bad have, Neighbors. Do you have a favorite joke? Oh yes. What was it? Sorry. Uh well it's the talking dolly one. Um, okay. but also the I'm too drunk. Uh, my favorite joke is well, my favorite image is Kathleen Turner throwing her drink <laughs> in the fire and then having G.I. Joe come to the door and her being like, Joe, release me from your kung fu grip. Yep. It's my favorite. I love that. <laughs> come live with me in my mobile command unit. It's great. Um uh, yeah. Anything else? Uh no, that's it. All right. Um actually, oh. uh Allie. Yeah. Uh you should plug your show. Oh, um, so I uh, co-wrote a weirdo puppet musical called Timmy Tommy and the Haunted Hotel, um, and it's uh, premiering at the International Festival of Animated Objects here in Calgary. We have two shows, uh, March 17th and 18th. Um, Yeah, and it's in a pretty small theater, so tickets are going to sell out pretty quickly. So you can find them at puppetfestival.ca, or if you search IFAO Calgary, you'll probably find that as well. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon's Movie Trivia? Or... That's Wednesday, February 22nd at Dickens Pub, 7 p.m. Perfect. And get your... No uh... cover. No cover. It's oh, free. Nice. So come yeah. come hang out. It's cheap meatballs. There's beer on special. It's great. It's going to be right fun. On. And get your fan art submissions in. That's right. Yeah, get your fan art submissions in. Deadline, February 28th. Nailed it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> we will <laughs> reveal the winner... At in, a later date. In March. I really hope it's me, guys. <laughs> we'll really see. Hope it's we me. will see. Our next episode is Deep Space Homer. Hopefully it won't take us as long uh, to get that one done. Yeah. Well, I figure if anyone knows, if anyone knows where to get some tang, 
It's you. I do know where to get tanked. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, email us at two bad neighbors. Sorry. <laughs> I wish it was two bad neighbors at gmail.com. Uh, email us at the hammock district uh, on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Thank you. And uh, follow us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at bad neighbors pod. And uh, we'll see you next time. And keep watching the ski.